welcome to episode 540 of the godisageek.com podcast. My name is Adam Cook and I'm joined by Lyle Carr. Hello Lyle, you all right? Hello, we're back again. New year, new me, but more importantly, new games. I thought you were going to say, more importantly, same me, actually, after all. Actually, just still me. Yep, still me. Um, we do, uh, first up, heads up, we apologise, we haven't had a, the regular pod, hasn't been back for a while. It was like, we, we we weren't being lazy, we just thought that 18 hours of Game of the Year stuff was probably enough, and like, none of us could stand each other to do, even look at each other, let alone talk to each other after that. So, no, yeah, we do, we, we, we've not contacted each other at all, they're just sort of like mysteriously like passing games off from yep. from you and that's it no we, we're sick of each other we're done in, in actual truth there's been a combination of sickness uh people away and actually weirdly a ridiculous amount of games like there a have ridiculous been amount of games loads of games yeah um, which but, is not a complaint i should say it's not no it's not and unfortunately we maybe can't talk about the, a lot of them the, still <laughs> yeah. really which... this is the thing i was gonna say a lot of games None of which we can actually talk about right now. Well, one, no, one, really. one of which, one of which we can talk one about. One of which. Um, so let's start with that because it's available pretty much now. Uh, I think it's the 18th. If you, I don't, I think it's so, one of those yeah. weird like you can pay for early access things. The thing that uh, yeah. I don't really like, but it, whatever, it's the thing. Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, um, the first big game of 2024, and I, it's weird. It's, it's weird, right? Because I've seen there's been comments on like our review saying I'm going to wait for a price drop. This game doesn't seem worth more than twenty dollars, and I don't. I don't get it because, like, I played through this yeah. from start. To, I played it for preview right in December. I played three hours of it, and I, I sometimes a game just really clicks, like really clicks, and this and this did. But it's like, hey, <laughs> I've been burned on previews before, so let's wait. I have now finished it. I think I finished it with like eighty three percent done. I I might go back and and you know, so Metroidvania and do more. But I, it's a big game. Like, I mean, I'll ask you, Lala, like, if you know, you love your Metroidvania. What would you say your the average length of a Metroidvania would be? Like, what um, would you expect even? Yeah, that's tough. But I'd say, like, on average, because I play, I mean, I feel like a lot of the ones I play are maybe, like, slightly smaller indie titles, I guess. And I'd say the average is sort of, like, maybe 10 hours, something like that. Like, yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have gone twelve maybe, but like you say, sometimes shorter. But this is this is a twenty-hour game, and like maybe thirty if you. It depends on how, what difficulty you play. And I played on just the regular, um, and I finished it twenty hours. I think that's a big game. That's yeah, that's a lot of game. Like when you think about, I mean, there's been loads of like when you also say it's a you know a twenty-pound game as well. Like I, I go back to like start of last year was like resident evil 4 remake and that was maybe a 15 hour game for full price like i don't see where this would be too yes. short i mean i guess it's 2d so less to some people yeah, like, but like what it feels like that's a bit it's weird though that like so, i mean people saying i don't think it's it's i'm not paying that so i think i said that wrong i think what they were saying is i'm not paying for it until it's 20 dollars because i think oh, it is okay, a full yeah. price game but the point's the same like yeah, still... it's a, it's an ex, it's, it's an extensive game. It also it's a it's a Ubisoft game, and I say that like for better or for worse for people who like or don't like that style of game. And what what I mean by that in this case is that it's like there are cutscenes, there is voiced um, story, there is a lot of character work gone into it, and it's a Metroidvania. So it's like it's a it's a triple A Metroidvania, and we don't get a lot of them. Well, I was trying to think of. Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread is it Ori? that I can. Ori and the and the Blind Forest and the Ooh. and the well, those ones, the Ori series. 
I feel like they're not quite. No, maybe that not. They look it. Level. But they, they, they do are... look it, and they're amazing, obviously. Yes. But this, yeah, I can't think of many. I mean, in the comments on the YouTube video, AAA Metroidvanias tell us which ones we've missed or we've forgotten about. But Metroid Dread springs to mind, um, and even that was not like singly developed by Nintendo. That no. wasn't like that was almost a. a We'll farm this out and see how it goes. Like, it'd be interesting to see what the next one is if they do one. Anyway, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Um, the, the, the key thing for me when playing anything that's 2D, actually, whether it's a Metroidvania or a platform, is how it feels mm-hmm. platforming and the inertia and the movement and how responsive everything feels. And that's the thing that, when I say it really clicked for me, that's the thing that they nailed for me. Like, once you get your first ability and then you start, and I won't spoil any of the abilities, but by the end of it, the movement is just. Like there are there are lots of uh, almost Super Meat Boy esque spike puzzle platforming sections as you get a bit later on, and I totally appreciate people saying oh they're too difficult or these are very hard, but there was something about the the movement that just clicked with me that I just I don't know man it just felt unbelievable like best in class I I just. I, I really, really like this game a lot. I, I, it's it's difficult to know. It's so early in the year, but like I, I there's very little. Like the, the, I was, it was one of those where I was thinking about what would I actually if I was the person writing the review and I was going for the negative column, what would I actually put mm-hmm. in there? And the best I could really come up with is like I know you've not played a lot of it, but you know the the whack whack trees that you the replenish your health and everything. Yeah. At some point, it, I I wondered if because there's also fast travel points. Then there's separate things. They usually pretty much there's one and there's one next yeah to it. yeah uh, but sometimes there isn't and, and i did wonder at some point could you fast travel just between trees just for that kind of 100 percent mop up like the, the the you know just yeah to zip around a bit quicker and and that's but that's like that is nitpicking that is like is oh seriously like yeah the, the boss battles are so good so good like that's another thing with i don't i don't want i i don't need a metroidvania to be a souls like I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind when a game does that. Like, I mean, I know that, that that can be cool. That can be like um, The Last Faith we played last year. And again, I think that kind of borrows. We talked on the pod about it. You know, go back and listen. But but like this one is just, it is a Metroidvania. That is what it is. It has Metroidvania bosses. Like there is no, oh, you died to this boss. Oh, you're going to go back to your bonfire and you've lost this. It's like, no, no, you just can retry the boss fight if you want. Um, it's It's totally fine. And they add all these layers on top with all the, like the amulets and the and the skills and stuff. And it's also got really interesting combat. And and I, actually, I tell you what, there is a slight negative. There's a chap when you get to the first home thing called Haven, uh, who's like he, he's a tutorial bloke. He he tells you to, to come and do my tutorial combat stuff, but it never really insists you do them. It just yeah, that, is there. That, that is that's my only real issue with the small amount I've played is that. I heard, oh, there's a tutorial here, and obviously went, fuck that, I'm going straight over there, and I'm actually getting kind of a bit battered, and I don't really feel like the combat 100% clicks for me yet. I keep meaning to go back, and especially because I've been told that there's this tutorial that might really help me, and that's what I'm going to do as soon as I start this game up again. But So, so for example, the one I could give you is, because I only did one in the preview, because in the preview I didn't even do them. It was only when it came to like the final build of the game, I was like, I'm going to go through these, because they reward you with time crystals but i knew from i knew that there was something i should investigate because the first one i did just to see what it was all about was you know you do like your your dodge roll standard dodge roll yeah if after dodge rolling you immediately press and hold the attack button you do like a kick 
And if you hold that button, you kick and then them up, them up into the air and follow them into the air. Okay. And I've got part of that chain, but not the last bit. Right. It's the holding down button bit, I reckon. You've probably found the yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, done the kick that, and I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, if you hold it, you kick them up and follow them up, and then you can combo them in the air. And what this, what is, and again, it's, it's almost, I'm not, I'm never a fan of like make people do this tutorial, but as you unlock powers, they also incorporate into the combat. So when you okay. go back to hip, like you can see when you look through the list, there's like blanked out question mark, question mark, question mark. And they're like, as you unlock a power. So you can even go back. And one of them, I'm not going to say what it is because there's no need to ruin it. But one of them, when you do it, you're like, I would never in a billion years have thought to do that. It makes complete sense that you can do that. Now I've unlocked the power and because of what the power is. But the, if I had I not come back here and learnt that, that is such a fucking cool thing I can now do and will do repeatedly. But I would never have known if I hadn't gone back. So that is one thing. It's almost like a they kind of maybe should force you to do like the first two because it's only yeah. the first one where you're taught the kick up into the air and follow up with holding. And the second you do that, you go, Oh, there's more to this than I realized. Yeah. And I want to know all these things, so I'll and be checking just on do this. them. And of course and you'll, you'll get time crystals anyway. So. As well and... mm -hmm. so that's a minor complaint. it's really it's kind of an un Ubisoft complaint because normally they would handhold. Like I, yeah. I played like Far Cry and oh, Far Cry, Jesus, Avatar late last year, and that's like very handholdy to the point of like I've played a Far Cry game, lads. Thank you. Yeah. Um and this is kind of the opposite, but then I guess I I felt like I is my genre. I love this I love 2D platforming games. I love Metroidvanias. I love even like roguelikes that have 2D and stuff like Dead Cells. So I don't know, but like yeah, that if you if you're just playing this game, if you've just bought it or you're going to play it, go when you get to Haven, top right of the map. You'll remember him because there's a thing above him you can't reach that is so obviously for a double jump at some point you could not confuse it but talk to him and do the combat stuff the tutorials it might be oh tutorial but you will learn some combat stuff where you would just become a badass and it reveals more there's more to the game than you realize and you know i mean does it teach here's a one for you do you remember does it teach you how to juggle people full stop like i don't you press Think up and so. the attack button, and but again, you have to hold it, and then you launch them. I don't even yeah, do that. Because I, I definitely did that. I, I That's something I at least did myself, but I don't necessarily know that the game told me to, and I don't necessarily know that everyone who would be playing a game like this, or would especially know that. maybe yeah. who played loads of that sort of game, would, would realise for sure. No, yeah, I maybe just like, just a little bit of a nudge of like, yeah, this game's yeah. not like, pretty fucking significant combat and like yeah have a look at it would would be helpful you, you really. could see people coming away from it, even the demo and being like combat's a bit bit one note but that's because you haven't you, you wouldn't experiment with that stuff unless you knew it was there like that no it's, totally. it's a weird one i i think it's a really good looking game as well i, I like them I, I won't go into it too much more Ah, uh, because I don't really want to spoil it. Because I, I really, especially if you like the genre, like there's some really special stuff in here. The powers, you know, it's a Metroidvania. There's no secret here. You unlock stuff. I've mentioned the double jump and stuff, but there's more than that. And it does this thing like Metroidvania is often just copy a formula, like you know, you the Samus formula, and it get the roll, get the ball, get the get this, get the jump. And like with with the Lost Crown, it feels like they kind of decided to come up with their own stuff. And I know that's just an easy thing to say because you, I can't really, 
you know, I'd have to spoil it to tell you why, but I just like that they came up yeah, with some of their sure. own ideas. You know, it, it, it it's important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like speaking of their own ideas as well, it's probably worth mentioning the whole like snapshot feature. Oh shit! Yeah, I think. So really fucking cool thing to have in a metroidvania and everyone is going to want in every metroidvania from now on i yeah i don't know why i never i, I don't didn't think of it but you you're right absolutely like you, you can press a button to just take a you leave a marker but also leave, take a screenshot of it don't you so mm-hmm. yeah so it's is... on your map as a marker, so you can just go look at it and you can see exactly what that bit was where you were going shit i need some sort of power for this exactly that but yeah like listen there's loads of yeah. it on the website godisageek.com go and look up there's guides galore there's a review there's a video on this channel if you're watching on youtube prince of persia the lost crown fantastic video game right well speaking of fantastic video games right i got dangerously addicted to something over the holiday period i've called a bit since but that's mostly because my my, my pal in crime is not around at the moment um fortnite did some stuff including lego fortnite um and some other modes that i kind of can't like what, what are the actual names of them R- like rocket racing is one rocket of them? racing is the racing mode and then oh, what what's is the, the rhythm one called like sh- stage because i know there's like a main stage and a jam stage for it i think but i don't know what the actual mode i think it's called of... main stage well it's 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 rock band it's yeah it's it's um, like it's rock band or maybe like the more button version of rock yeah band. rock band like unplugged the Vita one yeah we we talked about it on the on the on the the game of the year podcasts and stuff but only i think only if you listen to the yeah. special day six one for patreons only which is a great time to remind people they can get patreon so, and yeah. hear that um but, but Fortnite is <sighs> don't even know where to start like what? What you 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 are ridiculously far down the battle pass, right? Uh, I have, as of right now, unlocked everything on the battle pass and the bonus battle pass that is there that isn't question marked away for later in the season. So yeah, I am. I've basically done the battle pass. And, and to be clear, that's March. I think the next one, isn't it? The next season. Yeah, we're about halfway through the current season. <laughs> and, and you've just destro- destroyed it. Like It's just, just done, yeah. It is interesting, because I hadn't at the time... I mean, this is, you know, again, go listen to the, the Game of the Year stuff, but I hadn't played much of the actual Battle Royale again. There's something very playable about the shooting in that game. There's something very accessible. Like I, I assumed, like with all shooters, I'll boot this up, be killed instantly by a 13-year-old, and I'll go, ah, not this... Actually, the opposite happened. I booted up, got like three or four kills, finished in the top 25 and was like, I'm not good at these games. Why has this happened? Mm-hmm, totally. And I've had I've had the same experience quite significantly, but I've also had uh, my partner. He hasn't played like he played a lot of Sea of Thieves, which has a bit of shooting in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's you know, he's very much familiar with games. But like, I wouldn't ever have thought of him as being like, let's play this competitive shooter together like where that's the whole focus of the game i like i i mean when i even because when i got back into fortnite this sort of current run i um I, I sort of like suggested like we could play this as duos you know and like 
he was like, he very much said to me afterwards, like, I was certain that I wasn't going to enjoy this. I just thought you said, suggested it. I wanted to make sure, you know, I thought it'd make you happy. So I thought I'd give it a try. And like, yeah, now we play it in duos multiple times every day, pretty much no matter what. Like, it's, it's really accessible. Especially if you don't play with building. If you just go in zero yeah. build, you don't have to worry about so much. And that's lovely. Um, and then, yeah, the current season, I just think it's it's really well designed. You've got all the different bosses around the map. You've mm. got you've, you've got the whole, like, they've got a train that runs all the way through the map. And it's kind of gimmicky and it's not really that important. But it's pretty fucking cool. And when you just, like, when you have a moment where you're riding this train and you're waiting to, like, hack open the chest on the train to get some, like, decent goodies, and then another enemy team just boards the train and you have a mad fucking, like, duel with them on a moving train. Like, that feels badass. That's always going to feel badass. Mm. And, God, I just... I, I can't get over how much there is to Fortnite now because I didn't really play Fortnite, like, after the first, like, sort of three seasons originally. So, like, back when I was playing, it didn't look like this. No. It, like, maybe just about had decided to add, like, zip lines, which meant you could get around a bit faster. And now it's got, like, NPCs you can hire and bounties you can take out on other players and there's it always feels like there's something pushing you to go forward you're not just like well i'm in the bubble i'll just sort of stay in this house for a bit because you can there's, there's always so much going on you've even got just things like the little uh red dots that appear on your compass that are like oh you can hear someone firing a gun from that direction so you can just rush straight towards them if you want to get into the action and yeah i just think i think the the current season, especially the maps, I think it's really well designed. It's got a lot of interesting locations. Yep. It's uh, interesting it, you mentioned the audio because that's one thing I do want to shout out because it's always been pretty good, but the directional audio is really fantastic and it's like you can really hear mm. people around if you obviously if you're wearing a headset. I suppose if you had a really expensive setup, you know, speakers five point yeah, one or seven point one but on, like on a headf- set of headphones or something, you can really hear I wonder if that's what it was because I I, I was like there's someone coming down the stairs. Come on, then, mate. You know what I mean. And it's like yeah. I just waited for him, and I got the drop on him. And I, I, I don't know. It, um, it's so strange to me. It's so strange to me because I remember. I mean, I was going to say a while ago, but it would be actually now years ago. Mm-hmm. In a freelance capacity, I interviewed someone at Epic Games. I can't even remember who, actually, and I remember mentioning about the idea of. I mean, I've always I have. I have been trying to get them to include Cookies Corner as a location somewhere to feel <laughs> like that for the longest time. And every time, every time I mention it, in any anyone who's involved in that, they do that, like, <laughs> that kind of like <laughs> "fuck off, mate." Like you know what I mean? That like, we're not going to be rude, but fuck. Um, but anyway, I remember many, many, yeah, say years it would be now interviewing someone and asking them about the potential idea of what about putting vehicles in this game. Mm-hmm. And being not not fobbed off, but like a very PR answer of like, well, listen, nothing's off the table. We haven't really thought about it yet. And then jumping into it now, and it like has all of that. It is like, mm-hmm. you do wonder. Like, they, they, I, I know there was a story come out around the Christmas time about one of the developers who's actually I think left, um, and they had this idea back then of fortnite the service with the the rock band with the th- i mean it all makes sense now like you know when when they were buying psionics harmonics all x's that's interesting uh, but when when they were buying them at the time it was like huh well i mean everyone just assumed oh well they bought psionics to get rocket league off steam so they can go look at this brilliant massive game we've got mm. on epic only no no they didn't 
they they didn't do that. They they bought Psionics to make a new Rocket League game within Fortnite for fucking for free. Mm-hmm. With with crossover for different like cars to be in each games, if you would like to play both of them, like I love having my little Rocket League buggy that is what I played in Rocket League that all the cars transform into when I get into them. I think that's a really cool little addition yeah, that there's no brilliant. reason they had to do it. Um, and then you know I can play it in the cool like sort of like arcadey racing game, which is really fucking playable, and I really yeah. enjoyed for a long time until I sort of like unlocked all the things there that I wanted to spend my time on but but i bet next season they bring back they'll bring something to it to make you go i'll do that even if it's just battle pass stuff i bet they'll add something like some new gimmicky course that makes you go oh definitely but like listen yeah i'm not i'm not like fawning too much because there are elements like so so the rock band unplugged style thing i i like i do like it a lot it needs updating the controls don't make sense to me i think they need more options um and also like let's not pretend that this is all out of the goodness of epic's heart like that that mode specifically is expensive if you want to keep the tracks like yeah like you can play all of the others and it's fine but the the rock band one is like it's kind of like almost impossible to imagine buying tracks for that's how much the other they thing. cost like well, I it, just, it's, especially I because would. like harmonics you know when rock band and that right it would be like you could buy albums or or, or packs mm-hmm. but you could buy songs for i think they were like 69p I know mm-hmm. they're not like a fiver or anything, but they are a little more expensive. They're and not I think, that far off a no, fiver either. They're, they're are reasonably they? expensive, um, and and again, like so. The one that the one, one of the reasons I want to talk about is because Chris Hyde and I have been playing Lego Fortnite. Like, I mean, as much as you can like complete a survival game, we've kind of got to the point now where it's like we need the next drop of content yeah. for this mode because we have kind of done everything we've min maxed and you could just start again or or just keep playing of course which is fine but like it's i i feel like they they, they know i mean i've seen some leaks and stuff and like what sounds really cool i'm not gonna you know, repeat it here because i can't verify it um i do think the lego one might be the one that took them a little by surprise quite how popular it is Oh, it was crazy. Like, when you jumped into that game for, like, the first, maybe even two weeks after LEGO came out, it would it have it had more numbers than, like, Battle both Royale. the Battle Royale yeah. modes. I combined. saw it over a million at one point. Like, I've um, seen it at two or three. Yeah, I think, there you go. It is really good, though. And, and it's this is going to say, it's, it's got really silly little bugs. It was like an early access game in that respect, um, which I guess it is, technically. Uh, but it, it's, um, it's really odd because, like, Chris loves this kind of game. I know he's not here to talk about it, but I'm going to use him as an example. He's never played Minecraft. And after playing all of Lego Fortnite, I sort of said to him, you kind of have played Minecraft. You you just don't know it, because this is Minecraft. This is third-person Minecraft. It, it, it's not as deep, obviously. Minecraft's had years and years mm-hmm. and years of development and content added to it. But this, these two games are... It's what they are. Um, it's just really playable as well. Like It, it, it also... It it helps that they've released it now after they updated it all with a new engine, because yeah. Fortnite people, I don't know if people know this or not, or if this is like a real secret unless you actually play the game. It's really pretty, like it's a it's really so, good looking game. So gorgeous! It it was it was kind of tragic when they had the OG season when mm. you had to go back to that first map and you were like there were these trees that just sort of looked like a someone had like shoved a broccoli in the environment. <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of what they do with the Lego a bit, but even that, like they don't like it is 
on a good TV on the modern consoles when they're like the sun crests over in in the morning for mm-hmm. the Lego Fortnite. It is a really pretty game. And also, again, I can't help but think when I'm playing it, God, they are going to make so much money mm-hmm. because all these Lego skins. Because now, obviously, you I know you've not played huge amounts of Lego Fortnite, but you will see in the skins. Oh, I've, I've been like, through the menu of the skins and seen all my skins that uh-huh. also are in Lego, and I'm like, oh, Alan wow. Wake and stuff. And there's also, I don't know if this is a thing they've done just for these new modes or if it's a thing they're doing with um, the updated engine. I think it's the new modes. Like, there are certain skins within Lego Fortnite where they've got yeah. like an asterisk that says, you know, we will be updating this model in future updates. Yeah, to, and they just sort of look like know, a sort of like vaguely Lego colored man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're going to... Because, like, yeah, and I think, again, that's quite a... It's, it's, just, it's just mad, like, this game... When it was first announced, when it was first revealed, it was the tower defense style saves the world mode mm-hmm. that we all got to play and preview and i think that mode i always liked that but like it obviously didn't do well because then they pivoted to the battle royale and the rest is as you they say history um yeah what a great great free video free like it really that, is free as well these are always the things that like completely baffle me as well because i think about you know when i was a little lad yeah. back in the day and it was like oh it's my birthday so i get one video yep. game and it, it's supposed to last me for you know half a year until the next big occasion where i might be able to get a video game and it's like people now have so much free so many free options like i'm not even getting into you know subscription services and stuff but like for not paying for a video game you could play video games and really a really varied video game that also by the way has a full like on creation mode where you can play like mini horror games people have made or party games and all this sort of stuff and then yeah all these new modes and i mean you know there's no saying that they are stopping with the modes they've made either that's the other thing i wondered about if this is because this feels very much to me like they're I mean, still, I know it's still technically an early access game, isn't it? But like, this feels like the launch of like Fortnite three point almost because two point I guess was the engine. Whatever, wait, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like a, yeah, yeah, not a relaunch, but like a a point in time where there will be reference, like the OG Fortnite was a bit, like the engine change. This feels like a big moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't well, think it will be just like you say, these will be the three games and that's it. I think if be they were going to be adding just these three modes, they wouldn't have done it three days on the trot. Fucking three <laughs> days on the trot as well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, where it was literally one day. Oh, you can play the racing game now. Oh, you can play Lego tomorrow. Like, it fucking, what a weird, wild thing to do. And they can only be doing that if they've. And it was got in December, wasn't it? It was like. It was, was yeah, December. Like, do you know right what? If, start, if you're listening, Epic, I've got a suggestion for you. And I think this would work. I don't know if this would go up your, you know, salute this idea, Mr. Carr, but I think they should buy the developer who made Knockout City and put that in Fortnite. What? Because like, the, the art good. style, the colourfulness, the, the movement, it would all it would all just sort, you know, to, I, I've completely forgotten the name of that studio because I, and I love that game, which I'm, so, I'm very sorry if they're listening. I do apologise. Um, but yeah, do yeah. that, Epic. Go and get that one. There's just so much they could, they, you know, if they really wanted to, really, really wanted to go for it, they could get into sport. They could start doing sports games in Fortnite. 
They could, and that and... would be fucking interesting, man. God, ooh, that's a really that weird reality. That would be interesting reality. to see what, what that would do, because we know yeah. how big Fortnite is, because you can see the numbers. Whenever you boot the game up, it shows you how many people play on each mode. If they were to yeah. make like a football mode, or an NFL, or NHL, or basketball, uh, I don't know the realities how, how it works, but that would be very interesting. God, but it's... I, I... It's crazy. And it's one of these things where, like, there are so many people who will have, like, played Fortnite at some point back in the day, or will just know lots of children who play Fortnite and will be so dismissive of that game. And it's it's fucking incredible and ridiculously massive beyond belief. And the amount they change, the amount of effort they put in, the amount of stuff you can get basically without paying anything like you don't have to pay for any of these extra modes you you can earn enough currency to not have to pay for the battle pass and then probably have more currency than you need forever because none of it really matters like i i occasionally buy the little like each season they have like a starter pack that comes with a bit of extra money and a cool skin that costs like a few pounds because i kind of feel bad that i'm playing this game i I was just gonna say that like for some reason and i don't know when or why or how but i have ended up with v bucks now I, yeah. I, I I don't like my kids both used to play this when they were younger maybe at some I don't know but I ended up with somehow two different epic accounts one on PS5 um and one on Xbox and I had some enough V bucks on both and I was like I'm going to buy the season pass because even though I've technically already paid now using it feels like I'm giving something back because I played so many hours of that bloody Lego Fortnite mode and everything else that I was like I feel yeah, I mean, I'm the idiot here, obviously, but I feel guilty. You know, I want to. You don't mind. You don't mind no. paying for a season pass or a battle pass when when you're getting that much back. It, it, I'm not saying it's the right idea or the right model, you know. And, and there's a question coming up very soon in the list of correspondence that's sort of about a game that's got a battle pass that is also a premium product. Um, yeah, that never sits very well with anyone. No. So I'm not saying I think battle passes are the right way to do it, but like I do find myself they're clever. I mean they're clever because every battle pass sort of every page you'll get a couple of V bucks as well. Yeah, you can you earn like just like quite a bit over what you pay to get the battle pass. So you never oh. really have. So yeah, if you, you pay... really are playing it like you know regular. You can you don't even need to pay. Oh yeah, no, I buy it. Once. I bought it once a long time ago, and I've had enough ever since. I it's I think it's nine hundred and fifty V bucks to buy a yes. battle pass. Yeah, and you usually get like one thousand four hundred for if you complete the whole thing. So well, they. I mean, I, listen again. I will also add. They do this. It's very clever. I'm not praising business models. We're not here to talk about business models, but yeah. it is clever the way they rotate the store because you know you'll go through it one yeah. day and you're like, I'm not paying money for that. And then the next day there was like, um, what was there? I was thinking it was a Rick and Morty one, like um, uh, where Morty's in the um, like Mexico. Yeah, thing. and I was like. Yeah, I I had to really, really rein myself in from buying. Over Christmas, they added a Dragon Ball Z pack that yes, was free. Yes, that was another one. And I was like, oh, God. I, if that had been, I don't, I've never liked the look of those two particular, I love those villains and I love those storylines, but as a visual, I've never liked the looks of those two. If it had been yeah. Gohan or Goku or, or, do you know what, maybe, maybe even like Fat Boo or something, I would have been like, oh. Yeah, but like it was, it was, it was, um, it was Cell who I, 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 even as a fan of that series, I remember that saga going on too long. So it's sort of like, yeah, 
yeah. But like, yeah, I must admit though, even I, I was the same. I saw them as like, I just about get... didn't buy the Rick and Morty ones, and now you've already taken in Dragon Ball Z. Like, what are you doing to me here? Like, it, it would be very easy, very easy. Yeah, and they have all the different styles as well, so you can be every time they transform yes. all that sort of stuff. It's very clever. It's... I think that they... was the one I really came close to. I think there was, and this fucking pointless man. It was like an emote where you Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they, they, don't be stupid. What am I? Why are you? Why are you? You know, I was having a work. Why are you thinking about this? Stop it! You know, it was like it's very clever. They're very clever. Yeah, and that's how they make the money. Money, everyone. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, let's move on to some listener correspondence. Now, although he's not here, I'm going to play the jingle anyway. So, I'll just tell myself play the jingle. It's time. It's time. Hi. Well, listener correspondence time then. Uh, Lyle, I'm going to suppose I have to ask you all these questions and then add some bits myself. McPoo from Discord says, after the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League previews, how much UI is too much UI? Well, I mean, this is a question that was a big talking point around all the social mediums and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, back, you know, back when we were first supposed to record this podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, no one seems to have said, had much nice to say about Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League uh, online. Yeah. And I mean, it was never a game I was that excited about because that sort of service game, action game is about as far removed from me as I could imagine. But Rocksteady as a developer and this the Arkham games, I also fucking loved. So, you know, you'd maybe think it could have interested me. But, like, yeah. Uh, on the UI specifically, I kind of think that although it looked, like, from the screenshots and bits and pieces I've seen, it looked, you know, fairly messy and cluttered. I did kind of think that, you know, it's kind of the sort of game where there's always going to be a decent amount on the screen. Like, it's, it'd be like saying that, like, the UI for, like, an MMO would just look included. Like, they kind of, they're the sort of games where that's sort of what the UI is and almost has to be in a lot of ways. I don't think it looked nice, and I'm sure it could have been made, you know, streamlined and more elegant so that it didn't look quite so busy. I, I mean, I, and I have to say, I never like it, and even though that's the sort of game it is, I still don't like that that's part of what that genre almost requires so i guess my answer is like i do think that's too much ui i'm also it's never going to be something where i'm like it it bothers me enough to really like go off on a game like how much ui it has like sometimes i'll maybe think the ui looks especially sleek or interesting or is done well like you know dead space and your health on the backpack stuff like that there are some elements, mm. but like I can't, I, I can't think of many times I've like personally complained about UI. Like I just sort of play the game and don't mind that much. So <laughs> I imagine if I if it was my sort of game and I was playing it, it might not even bother me. Like, but I'm, I mean, I'm as I'm not that interested in the game, just seeing screenshots, I can sort of look at it and go, yeah, it looks a bit messy. But I also don't care that much. How do you feel about the the I, UI? I mean, I've played and completed Xenoblade Chronicles Three. So, yeah, I... like UI isn't like a top of my list of concerns about this game. I will say that much because, like you said, it's that kind of game. It's a service game. It's gonna. It's a service game that is also a multiplayer game. 
So you're going to have other people's health bars on screen. You're going to have an objective. You're going to have damage numbers going off. You're going to have uh, like level stuff. You're going to have cooldowns on skills. These are the it's that is the genre. Um, I think this game is the one that it's going to. I don't listen. I don't know. I'm not saying I think it'll be good or I think it'll be bad. I do think it's going to get the shit kicked out of it one way or another. Um, it and I think that's, been, is, yes. that's that's done. That's that's a done deal. Um, rightly or wrongly, I, I don't. Again, I don't know. We didn't preview it. I can't comment on that. Um, I'm. It's been one of those where they keep delaying it. They keep delaying it. You hear enough about it that you're like, mm. but again, then on the other hand, if you if you're weighing all this up on the scales, then you have the in the other scale, it just is a big piece of paper that says rock steady, and it goes. You know what I mean? Because it's the. I don't know. Like you'd want to have faith. I don't. I think the UI stuff's a bit disingenuous. It's, it kind of feels like any. Let, let's find anything we can to beat this game up. About we've decided this is the game we're going to beat up. And it's the forspoken of this year. Yeah, yeah. Early, early doors. Yeah, yeah. It kind of is. Like, and and I don't. You know, forspoken was not a game I loved. It's not a game I particularly liked. But I didn't think it was awful. And I don't think it deserved the kick in it got. Um. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's. I don't think any of it matters. I know that sounds really weird, but like I saw an advert for this game between like the football over the weekend. Yeah, um, it's kind of everywhere at the it, moment. This is the thing. I think it doesn't matter. I think it's a big enough thing. It's Warner Brothers. It's going to sell loads anyway. Whether that means you then end up with loads of angry customers, I don't know. Um, I was surprised they did previews at all, based on like people were leaking stuff out of the betas, and it was not positive. I was yeah. quite surprised. But then right after that, they were like, oh, um, uh, well, also, hey, we've lifted the NDA on the beta, so you can talk about that now if you want. And that, to me, looked a bit like, well, listen, the press have killed it, so maybe the fans that we let play it will be like positive. And who knows? Who knows? Um, it's not going to be long to wait. That game's soon. Yeah. I, I look forward to trying it. I don't think it'll be for me, but I don't think it was ever meant to be for me because I'm not really that service game kind of player. So, yeah. and, and, and talking about UI, like you said, there's either... You either get the kind of UI that is something in Persona Five or something where you th- it just looks it, it really stands out, or you get yep. this. But like Xenoblade Chronicles Three had this and worse, and was a fantastic video game. So yeah, I don't think it matters. Uh, uh, Deadbeat NASA Punk, he asks. Uh, well, it's a bit of it's a statement and a question. Uh, he says, "I recently witnessed a man try to crawl under a shutter to gain access to a shop that was closing up. One of the staff members belted out, "What you doing down there, you knob?'" I thought this was a fantastic bit of swearing. He says it was concise, succinct, and direct. Do you have any quick-fire insults that you feel don't get used enough in these types of situations? Bonus points for Croc or an attempt at my accent. No, I'm not doing that. No, it'd be greatly offensive, and, you know, I think I'm offensive enough to most people, really. (laughs) So this is a tough question, because, like, I don't know if I do have, like, quick-fire, like, ready to launch insults. I mean, sometimes I'll have just a particularly scathing thing that I might want to say to someone and it might happen to appear in my head, but like to be honest, in in a pinch, I think I'd just like probably just like you dick. I think dick is probably my main go-to. It's it's well, concise a nice sharp ending. How quick fire does how you know what 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 do we think of because I I would append or um like Knob to like knob jockey, yeah, and knob but jockey is, is, is that quick fire? Is it? It's quite, yeah, I don't is know. Quite quick. It's it is. You can you can launch into that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think that's fine. 
You can launch into a knob jockey. He's definitely. I, I quite like Prick. Oh, Prick is good. Um, what's this? This this. this oh, damn it! I can't think what it is. There's one that, that Chris says, and it always gets me because it's not one I heard down south very often. Okay. And so whenever he says it, you know, then that's the other thing. I think that like the quick fire insults very they can really depend on accents yeah like, that's true too he, he's not here but chris white swearing anything just anything in his accent when he swears it just sounds better than like my sort of posh southern accent um even fuck like the way he says that sound i mean that's not that's not an insult so it's, but like yeah no i do like knob jockey i like prick um it <laughs> Twat is an underused one. Twat is quite underused, um, and it, it's twat feels quite cutting. It feels quite yes. like it, it's too sharp, so it, it feels a bit mm-hmm. offensive. I, I've had people call me who would normally insult me call me a twat, and then I've been like, "Oh, they must be like really annoyed <laughs> at me now." That's a worse one. I mean, like, like I wouldn't, I would never use asshole. Um, I, that always feels too many syllables. Mm, yeah, it just that doesn't, doesn't seem roll in the off spirit. The of quick, no, no, no. Arsehole does not roll off the tongue in the quick fire manner. Um, Nob is just a really good one. It is. Um, like I say, you can. I mean, you could append it with kind of anything. I mean, Nob Jockey was one, but what about like Nob Walrus? I mean, that's a bit long, but and it doesn't really. I don't think it works as well as Nob Jockey, but Nob Head. That's that was well, an old like fine, when you're younger. Yeah. Nob Head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it works. Nob Face. <laughs> Yeah, knob end, knob end, knob end, of course. And 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 there is there is something I do take a lot of comfort when driving through like a larger town or city, and you might see sort of swearing just scrawled on a bus or something, but it's spelt knob, and they drop the K, so it's just N O B. It yeah. just reminds me of kind of like <laughs> almost Rick Mayo style bottom, you know, you knob sort of thing, and it just I, yeah. I, yeah, I, he's. I mean, like I say, twat prick. Knob really is. He's right. It is. It's concise, succinct, and direct. Like there's no messing. Like no. there's no messing with knob. There's no messing with knob. I think that's the um, consensus we've come to. No, consensus. I think I think knob's knob's really good. It's got. It can be added to so beautifully. And I, he was right to say it was a good one. I have one further one to comp- make sure we just completely demonetize any issues with this podcast on YouTube. Uh, but oh, it's yeah. very specific and it has to be said in an Irish accent is when an Irish person would say, you bollocks. Oh, yeah. I really that's like good. that. Like that is that, that, that again is that's top tier accent and language work for me. Anyway, right. The Real Captain Redemption from Discord says, I'm belatedly getting around to playing Returnal. It's got the best feeling shooting mechanics I've come across in a long time. With their gunplay as a platform, what do you think Housemark should do next? This is a weird question to just take a very specific developer and try to pick what they should do next. Um, Returnal is good, though. I mean, I can see why you'd want to talk about, you know, Returnal as a game. It is... Mm pretty exceptionally made and i think that's kind of the housemark thing is i feel like their games are very like crisp and just sort of feel right and yeah and i guess that's the gunplay what would i want them to did, did you play any of their like because they they had do you remember Resogun when the ps yeah. mm-hmm. th- four four i think yeah 
Um, and I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia now, like Stupid Stardust, Ultra, Alienation, Next Machine, Machina, Matterfall. Yeah. They had a go at all these sort of... They were A lot of them were side-scrolling, from what I recall. Yeah. And Returnal was this, this, obviously... I mean, Returnal's got some of the best audio, and I think we probably had it in our list those years. Tw- 20, yeah, we definitely did, yeah. Um, well, not me personally. I wasn't there, but... No, but I'm sure they were there. Um, I, is it... It's probably boring to just say Returnal 2, isn't it? I've I've got an, I've thought of an interesting one okay. right because there's a series that kind of disappointed me last the last entry that came out and I feel like giving someone who is just like that focused on something like gunplay it could work I like the idea of Housemark for some reason being handed Ratchet and Clank I mean it would sort of make sense given that Insomniac is apparently according to those leaks like basically doing Marvel for the next yeah you know. They've yeah, got, I, they're, they're just going to yeah. do Marvel. Give give some something to breathe a bit of fresh air into a series where I think that all those games feel a little bit too the same for my personal taste. And I like Ratchet and Clank. It, it's a weird change of pace. Why not? What about using if they somehow? I mean, he said, he, listen, he's not given any rules. He said, what no, do you yeah, think they should do, do next? What about? Oh crap! I've forgotten the name. I've spaced out just as I was about to say it. I've spaced out on the name of the game. Oh, the, uh, it, enslaved an Odyssey to the West. Oh yeah, no, I think that's right. Like isn't a sequel, but with them doing it and it turning it into or something like that, or like a, I, not necessarily a, a series, but I'd love to see how Smart now, seeing that they've done a third-person shooter and it's banging, I'd love to see them do a Devil May Cry style game. So. Mm. Yeah. Not not a, or a bayonetta, you know, not 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 a roguelike, not a roguelike, not a not a side scroll, but an actual third person game, you know, with a story. Which Returnal has a story, but you know, a story driven yeah. character action game. I think they could do, yeah, a superb like, one of them with standard sort of just like areas that you go through, yeah. no repeating yourself. Three D Metroidvania. Yeah. Ooh, or yeah, no, do you know what? Know. Fuck it. Give them Gears of War. Oh. Ooh. I mean, that ain't going to happen if they're Sony. Are they by Sony now? There's no rules, though. It's fine. Yeah. We've, we've, we've decided. I think they are Sony now, though. I'm sure they I think they, they are, are, actually. I think yeah. they are, yeah. I also, uh, speaking of that, I also kind of thought um, there was that trailer a while ago for, was it Pal World, the game that looks like it's Pokemon, but yes. you shoot them with guns? Yes. Just give them oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Why not? Or, or listen, my answer to all of these questions, whenever it's about what game do you want next, it's a remake of PsyOps, the Mindgate Conspiracy. Get them on with, it, but with half house mark behind it, so yeah, and and uh, it can be in Fortnite, and Epic can buy it. And... <laughs> yeah, that would work for me. Uh, right, that's the end of listener correspondence. I'm going to play the jingle. It's time. It's time. Chris High. And that is the end of Podcast 540 with myself, Adam Cook, and Lyle Carr. If you haven't been watching the video version, you can do that on youtube.com slash godisageek. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, uh, probably anywhere if you just type in God is a Geek Podcast. Uh, there's different ways of watching, listening, or consuming the podcast. Of course, you can just go to godisageek.com where you'll find all your gaming news, reviews, previews, the podcast, videos, you'll find guides, you'll find everything you should ever need. Uh, and if you if not, then join the Patreon on patreon.com slash godisageek where someone in Discord will probably point you in the right direction as well um, if you miss anything. 
so that's about that for this week we, we we'll be back soon we it is really busy like i said i know it's a shitty thing to be like hey we're playing all these games that we can't talk about yet but oh my god are we playing all these fucking games that we can't talk about yeah there, there's no yeah there, there is no way around that and so that might mean we're a bit sporadic at the moment because for some reason january is the new september uh and august i really wasn't expecting it to be this busy or the quality to be this high um but like prince of persia out the gate phenomenal game and there's more reviews coming up soon more videos coming soon more podcasts and uh in theory there should be more than just myself and lyle next podcast as well but we'll see uh lyle thank you for being here to make sure there can be a podcast this week hey you know it's a pleasure to be the one other person who was able to turn up <laughs> the one other person who has nothing better to do than to talk yeah. about video games for an hour um, oh no well yeah that's fine it's that's there's fine. nothing better to do with it's an hour fine. I got a roast in the oven, as I say, so that's uh, that's it's you know I got nothing to do. I'm just waiting for a roast to cook, um. So that's you know what better way to do it than to spend it with my mate Lyle Carr and obviously obviously the listeners as well. Obviously, and them too. Very important. important people and viewers. Thanks, Lyle, for being here. Thanks to everybody else, and we'll speak to you next week or the week after. But we will be back very soon, properly to a proper schedule, and we'll speak to you then or whenever you choose to listen. Bye bye for now. <laughs>